Welcome to Trifront Heroes, the Legend of Zelda podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Kayla. I'm Kozum. <laughs> Kozum? Yeah, the, the spinoff version of the oh. one that's normally here. The spinoff version of Kozum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like my voice is probably going to sound a little different today. I'm probably the spinoff version. I'm like the COVID spinoff version of Ellen. <clears throat> I think Kozum is like the like Star Trek Mirrorverse version of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was going to say you're like the Kingdom He's Hearts He's evil and has, a, and has a mustache. Mm. What's the deal with the... Isn't it in Kingdom Hearts where they have all their names or like backwards and they have like X's in them or whatever? Yeah, that's the, the nobodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could be you like... Cox... I know things about video games. Like, I, I swear. You, you can make a good... You can make a good nobody name out of Cosm. Yeah. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah, some of them were a little bit of a stretch when they tried to backwards uh, <laughs> turn them into real names. <laughs> I feel like they started with like Sora. They probably started with like Roxas. Yeah. So it's like you've good one, and then you're like, yeah. hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, they had that. They had Sora and Roxas, and then like all the other characters. Like they started with their cool X names, and then like they had to work backwards to make them real names in the later games. When you, oh, when you that's like, actually probably smart beforehand. But uh, mm-hmm. some of them were a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is a trip. Actually, Hyrule Warriors, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts, but Hyrule Warriors reminded me of Kingdom Hearts in that there's, like, kind of, like, you're in, like, different worlds, and then there's, like, kind of, like, reused and and new characters and stuff like that, Mm -hmm, so it actually, mm -hmm. it's kind of a parallel to this game, to this episode that we're talking about. Anyway, today we're talking about spin-offs. Not as many many belts and chains, though. (laughs) No, not, not as many chains. There's a lot of capes, mm. though. Like, a lot of the, like, new... The the characters that are specific to the first Hyrule Warriors game have, like, fancy capes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more fan service. It's the game that brought fan service to... Uh, I know, Zelda I was playing it, I was like, yeah. this is weirdly horny for Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's always a little bit the of that, question? but it was, like, over the top. <laughs> the question is, is it weirdly horny for, like, Dynasty Warriors? Like, it's probably toned down. <laughs> probably. I haven't played Dynasty Warriors, mm. so, but... I'm I'm guessing that it the based on what I saw of the game it's probably toned down. <laughs> Weirdly horny. <laughs> I feel I don't did I admit, I feel like Zelda's not that weirdly horny, is it? I'm just thinking. Thinking back to all the games that we played. Uh, there's definitely I mean, some characters here and there. In, yeah. Like, the fairies, the fairies. In Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially Breath mm. of the Wild. Yeah. But yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that Very, yes. They are. Um, they still in their like body suits or whatever in uh, Ocarina of Time. So mm-hmm. they're just a lot more pixelated. So it's like harder to tell. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about spinoffs. Uh, I think I wanted to clarify the spinoffs that we're not talking about are any of the the CDI games or like any of the weird consoles. None of the none oh, of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's like a Game and Watch Zelda, like and then there's like this. The- Watch. I don't know. Do you know anything about it? I didn't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's Zelda, but it's a watch. I saw a game watch. <laughs> I saw a game and watch while we were traveling, and we went to the tech museum, and there was a game and watch there. And I was like, "Whoa, wild!" I think it was for like Donkey Kong. And I was like, "I heard about this once," and then I was like, "Then I had reflected and was like, are Game Boys that from my childhood old enough to be in a museum <laughs> yeah. with like?" forges from like you know like 
medieval times or whatever. And then I was like, no, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was happy to see them. There was like Apple II computers and stuff. I was like, this is great. Nice. Very nice. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're not talking about those. Uh, we're not talking about, apparently Link appears in Soul Calibur. We're not talking about that. Uh, Link is also, and I think, wait, are there, I don't remember if there are others, but there's other Legend of Zelda themed stuff that appears in Mario Kart. Which I guess you could count as a spinoff, but I'm not talking about that because it's all Mario Kart. It's all like the same. There's nothing special about them. They're still just like carts with their different like um, properties or whatever. It's just Link in one one course, I think. Uh, I think that's right. Oh, and then well, and there's vehicles that are like like, the master cycle or whatever. There's like a paraglider, the hang glide, Mm -hmm. whatever they call them now. Those like little hang glider things that attach to your cart. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's so there's different ones. There's different themed vehicles. I think there's like the the bike. It's like a high roll themed bike. Though, he's got rupees instead of coins and stuff. It is it makes the makes the Zelda noises when you you're like yeah yeah Zelda Mario yay and then <laughs> then you go back to regular Mario Kart. Yep. <laughs> and it's fun to put Link in the little carts that are made for Mario proportioned characters. Yeah, and then his little knees <laughs> stick up out of the cart, and you're like, oh Link, you don't belong in this universe. <laughs> this is the universe for Toad. Not for Link, <laughs> but but anyway, we're talking about the Tingle games, mm-hmm. Hyrule Warriors, which has actually like quite a substantial plot. Both of them do. I feel like we could have mm-hmm. had a whole Hyrule Warriors episode. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. how in depth they are. And then Link's Crossbow Training is one that I want to talk about. Cadence of Hyrule, and I think we mm. could talk a little bit about Super Smash Brothers because there's also some yeah. some things there to talk about slightly more than mario kart my cutoff was mario kart <laughs> like no we're not talking about that yeah. <laughs> there's slightly more zelda content in uh <laughs> smash in general yeah. um yeah so i think we could start with the tingle games that's okay. that was where i wanted to start and also this episode doesn't have like we don't have the same again it's kind of like last time it's more of a free episode last episode we ended up kind of like comparing the games a lot um these games are all completely different from each other, so that'll yeah. be fun. See, see what happens, but yeah. Anyway, Tingle games. I want to talk about them first. So the Tingle, there's there's three Tingle spinoffs technically. There's freshly picked Tingle's Rosie Replay Land, which was released in Japan and in Europe, but not in North America for some reason. Maybe because it's a weird game, but America whatever. Ready for Tingle? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't think. I think America's still not ready for Tingle based <laughs> on playing these games. Then there's Ripen Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love, which was only released for Japan. And then there's like a balloon fight, like remake or spinoff called Tingle's Balloon Fight. We, I don't think we necessarily have to talk about that because it's more of like a balloon fight spinoff, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah there's another Tingle themed game. And there was like some Tingle themed like DSIware and stuff like that too. Like I guess Japan loves Tingle is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I forgot to check how well these sold, but I don't think they sold that well. I'm going to guess. Hold on, let me see. Apparently, or they just like the DS was just selling game after game after game after game because there's so many DS games. Yeah, that's true. Freshly picked Tingle's Rosie Rupee Land. That's the second one, right? Yes. No. Well, it was Balloon Fight. Yeah, that's the second one. Rosie Rupee Land was 2006. Balloon Fight was 2007. Balloon Trip of Love is 2009. So it's like in the middle. Balloon Fight's in the middle. Okay. Uh, Rosie Rupee Land sold 234,862 units, according to this Wikipedia article that I am looking at. Oh, Balloon Trip only sold, 
It was the ninth best-selling game in Japan during the week of its release, <laughs> selling 32,000 units. The following week, it placed ninth again with 17,000 units. In August 2009, the game sold 70,000 units in total, placing a tenth in sales charts for that month. But like that, those aren't total numbers, so I don't know. Mm. So it seems like it sold fine. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it did okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's sold enough that they developed like a sequel, but it's not really a sequel. Like, there's two unrelated Tingle games. I guess it's just mm -hmm. enough that they decided to develop another Tingle game. And Rosie Rupi Land is kind of a. They're both kind of clicky, click, click through games. Rosie Rupi Land is more like what I would expect from a Zelda game. Like, it's it has like dungeons and kind of like interactive areas and Tingle like fights. But the main difference between this game and like other games is that it has this mechanic where you're trying to collect rupees like the objective is to collect rupees but rupees are also your life so like you kind of have to the whole game is kind of about like gambling money to do things like trying to figure mm. out how much money it's going to cost you to spend to do stuff at least that's like the giving criticism of capitalism <laughs> <laughs> the end is hilarious <laughs> I don't know if you want me to. I should. I guess maybe. Uh, maybe I should warn up front that this all this will have like a uh, spoiler discussion for all these games. I guess, but <laughs> if you care. But at the mm -hmm. end, it's really funny. There's two different endings. If you hundred percent the game, Tingle. So you fight the the final boss is like. So you, um, I'm explaining this for Cosmos' benefit because I know that he didn't play it. But basically, the premise of the game is you're like, you get you're an old man not old you're like the 35 year old man you get converted to like tingle or whatever and then there's this um like magical pond near your house where there's this uh guy named uncle rupee and he's like if you bring me enough rupees i'll take you to rupee land or whatever and that's kind of the premise but it turns out that he's actually um he becomes like more and more greedy the more rupees you give him and he becomes like the final boss you like shoot up to the to the moon not unlike fucking um <laughs> Majora's Mask, yeah, and uh, your the final fight is with him. I should send you a video because it's hilarious. But you basically have like you kind of just shoot rupees at him, and that's like the, your attack for the fight. But once you go through this final fight, if you've hundred percent of the game, then it's like a tingle you won. And what are you gonna do with all your money? Are you gonna like, um, you know, just spent it like doing nothing, not working, being on vacation with hanging out with your girlfriends and like stuff like that. And it's really funny. And then the alternate ending, if you don't hundred percent it, is a uh, rupees rain down all around rupee land and then like all over the map and everybody collects them and they're happy or whatever so <laughs> it's very weird it's a very strange game <laughs> but the mechanic itself is kind of interesting and hard um mm -hmm. yeah because like the whole thing is like based on rupees like it's your health and you also have to like barter and bribe people with like the right amount of mm -hmm. rupees in order to like progress and stuff so you like hire bodyguards to help you fight so it's like all rubies all the time. I'm only half joking yeah. when I say it's a criticism of capitalism. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a big joke about capitalism, yeah. really. <laughs> and like, and yeah, it is funny. You do have to, you have to guess how much money. Everything is about guessing how much money it's going to cost to get something done, mm -hmm. which is really funny. Yeah, like talking to NPCs. You know, offer enough, they'll like call you cheapskate, but they still keep your money. Mm -hmm. And then like, you have to try mm -hmm. again. And then, but then like, if you give them too much, you wasted money. So. Nice. Or like they might be like, oh, how much money do you think I should give you for like helping me? And then if you say an amount that's too high, they won't give you any. But then it's like you're mm. like, oh, should I have asked for less or whatever? It's very interesting. 
So that's what I mean by gambling. The whole game is like, and then when you fight enemies, you lose health because Tinkle doesn't really have like weapons or anything. Yeah, you just become like a cloud of dust and fight. Yeah, you just kind of roll into the fight and it lasts for a certain period of time. And so like, so you kind of have to like carefully figure out how many enemies you can fight while your rupees are going down, but you need to fight so that you earn more rupees. So it's very like, yeah, it's this whole mm-hmm. game of balancing out how much effort and then kind of like weird, this weird like role-playing element of like trying to figure out how to bribe people the right way. <laughs> it's very mm-hmm. weird. So, and it makes it a kind of a challenging game. And then Kayla, Kayla and I were talking about also before we started recording, there's like, I think only one place where you can save. So oh. you kind of have to like, it's a slow, but you can only save in your house. So it's kind of a slow, like, at least in the first map, kind of a slow paced game too, because you have to kind of like grind for rupees, at least I needed to. Mm-hmm. So it was a little weird. But yeah, and the graphics are, everything about it is super weird because mm-hmm. it's like tingle. Yeah, the style is really interesting visually. <laughs> Yeah, their expressions are really funny. Like the characters' expressions are really weird and funny. When you're in this, when you're in like an animated scene, giving a NPC character money, like Tingle gets like kind of like happier and happier as like the money goes up and stuff like that. Like their expressions change. It's very weird. <clears throat> also, like how like when you're offering someone something, he'll like sidle in to the screen, <laughs> like as it's exactly if you pick the right amount. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's exactly what I was referring to. Yeah. yeah. There's like kind of this little dialogue window where you see like half of the NPC character in like Tingle's face, kind of, and like there, yeah, he kind of like sidles in, like, "Are you going to accept my money?" It's very funny. Um, <laughs> a lot of the comments I was watching that final fight, like a video of the final fight, and a lot of the comments were like, "It's kind of it kind of reminded people of like um, Katamari Damachi because it's like a weird." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a weird game <laughs> it's very strange yeah i can i can see that although of course katamari has a completely different um uh mechanic and everything but yeah i, I mean i feel yeah. like just the the vibe and the art style seems very similar to mm-hmm. me at least off of memory. yeah yeah yes it's just that it's a weird vibe and like the dialogue is all funny and weird mm-hmm. um balloon trip of love is also kind of funny and weird like it's um so you also get take like turned into like you get sucked into like this alternate world and you're turned into tingle again just like rosy ruby land but like the objective is it's an rpg basically and the objective is that you're being sent your like farmer parents are sending you to like the the palace for like a dance and you're supposed to like dance with the princess you're supposed to get to know like women or whatever basically to be it work towards success in your life and um it's it's kind of a wizard of oz parody like you get these other characters that join your party and the game mechanic itself is like it's kind of like a click through pc game like everything is like you have to interact with stuff on the screen there's like little puzzles that you have to solve and stuff there's not really like fights you get like little clues to things and then you kind of have to like solve puzzles on the screen it's very much like old PC games from like the nineties where you 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 interact, you touch stuff on the screen. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, and you get these little like other characters that join your party. There's like a straw scarecrow and a tin, I think, woman robot, and there's like a cowardly lion kind of guy. And I forget they kind of like have different strengths that help them solve puzzles and stuff, but it's also a very strange game. 
And I, when I played it, I just felt like it was like very slow because it's like this, like you have to touch everything and you walk really slowly everywhere you go. And like, it's a very long, weird game <laughs> was the vibe that I got. <laughs> the music was pretty good, though, I noticed. And the graphics are funny. It's also very weird. Like, um, like there was like in that, I think that was the game that had the save pig. Where like there's a little pig that appears on the screen and then that's you have to tap the pig to save and it's just like, Hello, I'm a pig. Click me to save and it's like why? <laughs> like it's just very weird. <laughs> I guess Nintendo just had a lot of money for DS games. I don't know. <laughs> and when they when they got tired of making Nintendogs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the DS basically printed money for a while there. This is like approximately the time period I wish it was printing money because it was 2006, <laughs> 2007, 2009. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for Nintendo embracing their weirder side. So. Yeah. And like making games that are like obviously, like the Rosie Rupee Land is definitely like needing to spend money. All the jokes are like, well, you got to spend money to make money, right? It's like very, they're very like adult jokes too. Like these are the kind of games that are both going to be really more funny and like sassy. Like, the humor is more kind of, like, a sarcastic humor that, like, I think adults are going to enjoy more. Like, they're definitely more targeted at older people, for sure. So, <clears throat> at least I think. I mean, I think kids would probably find them weird and funny, but, like, the irony of them is something that I feel like adults would enjoy, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> <clears throat> so kids are just like, ha, funny game. And adults are like, ain't that the truth, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do feel like if I run out of money, I'll die, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and, like, all the tingles, like, weird, all the weird failures and stuff in the, um, uh, in the other, in, like, Balloon Trip of Love. <laughs> anyway. So those are the tingle games. Uh, they were weird. <laughs> tingle doesn't, tingle spinoffs don't get any less weird than tingle in the mainline games i guess mm -hmm. <laughs> just no maps well he did some map making in the first one at least the rupee land mm. oh yeah i don't know if that carried over in the second one because i didn't play any of that but like you that's you right the, like the lady whose like husband was a map maker and didn't finish the maps and then you have to like draw in draw the, the map like, for her. some of the major uh landmarks and then she pays you for it yeah and she's like i'm gonna make money off of you and you're like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> capitalism i mean what? <laughs> <laughs> that's true he does make maps at least in the first level he makes maps i'm not sure if that continued throughout the game but i noticed in the part of the playthrough that i was watching because uh, i did watch just to see like what else happens in the game um <clears throat> there's like drawings the person was drawing on the maps and stuff like that so i guess you do get that aspect yeah, as I, well think he, yeah I think yeah i think that continues throughout the game mm -hmm. so i was like looking something up for about it they better i mean it would make sense to have Tingle continue to draw on maps. Mm -hmm. It's kind of Tingle's thing. Those are the those are the words that Tingle made himself or whatever. <laughs> yes. Shall we move on to talk about Hyrule Warriors? Sure. Sure. Parts one and two. One and <laughs> Games two. one and two. They're not the same in the same timeline at all. But yeah. <laughs> well, the first one's kind of yeah, in I all the timelines, so it could be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> I have seen people Hyrule like Warriors. yeah I've seen people say like Hyrule Warriors solves the Zelda timeline <laughs> <laughs> by just being like oh you can 
they like hid stuff in different timelines and so yeah, it's like, so there's like a it's like they all crossed over in Hyrule Warriors and that's why there's stuff from all the different timelines in Breath of the Wild and stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like Hyrule Warriors isn't canon. <laughs> I feel like Hyrule Warriors is like ambiguously canon. Like there's nothing about it that's like I mean I guess like there's like the other characters like uh Sina. Oh, right. I was thinking of um Age of Calamity. Um, no, Age of no, Calamity original... is definitely... I feel like that could be easily be canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Age of Calamity is like um, Nintendo's like own like story, right? Fix-It fic. For... Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a... <laughs> for, yeah, for Nintendo's, mm-hmm. Nintendo's AU fanfic for Breath of the Wild, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hyrule Warriors... Uh, so Hyrule Warriors came out in 2014. Hyrule Warriors came out at an interesting time because it came out like in between... Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. Skyward Sword came out in 2011, which feels like so long ago. Um, wow. And th- even though that was the one, the last, yeah, it doesn't, it's not that many games ago, but it was a long time ago. And then Hyrule yeah. Warriors came out in 2014. And then Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, oh, and sorry, uh, Link Between Worlds and Triforce Heroes came out around when Hyrule Warriors came out, but there wasn't like a, like, I guess Breath of the Wild was the mainline game for Wii U, technically. But yeah. it was, like, so late in the Wii U's life. It was, like, 2017. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, three years after Hyrule Warriors came out. Kind of interesting. It's, like, almost almost a mainline console game, basically. Because I guess that's... I don't know. At least that's the way that I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Considering all the mainline games that were coming out were on the 3DS at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really kind of the interesting. Only, the not yeah. only non-remake Zelda that was... On the Wii U, except for Breath of the Wild, which nobody played Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. No, no. <laughs> Maybe people who were well, wait, I did. didn't Cosmo say he did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't have a Switch until much later, and I wanted to play Breath of the Wild, so I was like, I'll just buy that one. Well, well it's cheaper <laughs> to pay seventy dollars for like a game than it is to pay like hundreds of dollars for a console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. It only lagged a little bit. What are you talking? Yeah, it's fine. It's better on Switch, though. Yeah. Anyway, I noticed that, and it was kind of interesting. I was like, what other games came out for Wii U? And I mean, I guess it's technically Breath of the Wild, but because even Skyward Mm -hmm. Sword came out for Wii. Yeah. Wii Wii U had, like, the Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD, but not any. Yeah, but those were really new ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hyrule Warriors is a game that's like based off of a game called Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, um, yeah those games. Yeah, thems. Apparently the first Dynasty Warriors was a one-on-one fighting game, I read. Oh, really? Yeah, so I guess it evolved to be yeah. like... I don't know how you would classify yeah, it's like it. shorthand for like the horde battle genre. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. I was going to ask, what do you, what genre do you think? What do you think this genre is called? Cause on Wikipedia or whatever, it's just like a fighting game. And it's like, mm, but no, it's not really yeah. a dynasty warriors game. Like that is the genre. Yeah. Dynasty warriors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of almost, it's, I, I feel like it's like almost a cross between like a fighting game and like a real time strategy game. And that you have like a map where you have places and you have like objectives and stuff. And you have to like, go to different places and you're fighting a bunch of enemies at the same time, but then it doesn't have, like, the strategy element of, like, managing resources or whatever. You just have, like, your yeah. health or your character's health and your... Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in in 
Age of Calamity, you have different like equipment. I guess maybe you can manage that. I don't remember. I think you can manage. I I, I don't remember Age of Calamity, but in the first one, you can manage your different heroes because like you'd have you send out yeah, you like three, your, them. and so yeah. you would tell them like, all right, I want my main guy to go over this way. You take defend this point over here. You go capture this point, and I'm going to play this character and do this over here. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of like. Um, strategy in that way and like where do i want my people to be you could you could switch between your players you can play them yeah so it also has almost like a rpg element where you can like play you know when you have like a team rpg where you can like pick different characters and then you like the other Mm -hmm. ones are there so like you can you can focus and play different characters Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so it has a lot of different it's kind of a i guess i don't know if there are other games that are like this but i feel like it's kind of a unique mix of much different types of genres mm-hmm. of games i guess yeah it's definitely got way more in-depth systems than i was interested in exploring but for people who like <laughs> yeah. them, like, I, like i just want to like fuck shit up yeah, yeah. Like, i just want to i just want to kill a thousand bacoblins mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can the good news yeah. is you can there's, uh-huh. yeah there's something that's really satisfying about that kind of gameplay where you're just like beating up huge crowds of enemies yeah there's, yeah yeah uh, Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, in I think Kingdom Hearts 2, there's like this sequence toward the end where it's called like the Thousand Heartless Battle or something. And you're just like mowing down through like huge, like impossibly huge mm-hmm. for like the PS2, like mm-hmm. crowds of enemies. <laughs> and it's like just really viscerally satisfying. And so it's the same kind yeah. of gameplay. <laughs> there's a couple fights in Zelda games that also have this aspect. Like I'm thinking specifically of like that one stage of the final Sword. fight in, yeah. Yeah, in Skyward Sword and also like Tears of the Kingdom where you fight like Ganon's mm, monsters right mm-hmm. before you fight him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're they're just yeah, coming yeah. at you in like a circle and then it turns into like Phantom Ganon's later or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple things in Zelda games where you have to like fight a bunch of enemies at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do that um, to a lesser degree in a lot of them to like demonstrate how much stronger you are once you get like the Master Sword or something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, Wind- like in Wind Waker after you get the Master Sword and it unfreezes all the invading enemies uh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah 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 and like now you can pretty much tear through them like paper even though it's like dark nuts and mm-hmm. like all these hard mm-hmm. enemies but yeah were you and then you you said skyward sword right or the the battle mm-hmm. the yeah, game you fight or you have to fight through all the monsters before you fight him yeah 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 fun anyway mm-hmm. so hyrule warriors it's a this like battle series that has the zelda uses like the zelda characters mm-hmm. i think in in the second game in Age of Calamity, it's like actually using all the actual assets from Breath of the Wild. But yeah. um in the first Horror Warriors game, it looks like they're kind of like some of them are a little bit different. Like the Zelda doesn't really look like any Zelda from any of the other games, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the main like like Link and Zelda are sort of from their own like timeline and then it like has mm-hmm. characters from the other timelines, but they're all in sort of a pseudo realistic modernized version. Yeah. Style. Yeah. Thing, so I think like the closest ones are probably the Skyward Sword and like Twilight Princess ones, like mm-hmm. yeah. M- Midna and, and um, <laughs> what's her name, the girl, Agatha. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they look almost exactly like. Yeah, I think the style is kind of like halfway between things. Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Yeah. This is the Skyward Sword. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> Twilight Princess style, and like a lot of the enemies are based off of the Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword enemies, like the Bokoblins. Mm-hmm. I think they look like, I guess, like Skyward Sword Bokoblins. Yeah, they had like the Skyward Sword Bokoblins, but they also had the, um, what are they called in Twilight Princess? The green guys. Um, Those orcs? Oh, gosh. Another blend, but I can't remember. Yeah. 
<laughs> They're called right now. But yeah, those guys. That's why yeah. it's kind of it's mostly a mix of those like enemies. And there's like mm-hmm. the pose and stuff. They're not like the Twilight Princess ones, like the ones with the capes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, they're sort of their own thing, but they're a little, they're sort of like halfway between like the, almost like the Ocarina of Time looking ones and then like the big guys from Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. There's also those like, like the little skeletons that kind of look like Yoshi skeletons, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, from about. Ocarina of Time? <laughs> from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are there also in Hyrule Warriors, I think. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Stalfos. But then they've got like yeah, the like, four-armed Stalfos from Skyward Sword also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. And like the plot also um, involves specifically kind of like going through the different timelines uh, with characters from different games where it takes place in their like worlds, basically. Mm-hmm. Like the plot is that like Ganon's soul was split up into four different worlds, right? Four different timelines. And one is like the Skyward Sword one. One is the Twilight Princess one, and then the Ocarina of Time one. And there's characters from those three different games that are in the game, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's like Rudo, our favorite princess from yeah <laughs> from uh, the Ocarina of Time days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> favorite obnoxious princess, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Fi and Minda, mm-hmm. and then even like the villains, like your human's aunt. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Come back too later and then there's also like original characters for this game which is like uh sia's like kind of the main villain and then there's like lana yeah lana lana yeah and who's like sia's other half i guess mm-hmm. it's a complicated game it actually has like a yeah. complicated plot <laughs> yeah and then linkle yeah and linkle yeah there's extra there's like dlc content i guess that included linkle and tetra was oh, that there's dlc like a- Apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's included. Um, it was like DLC for the original Wii U game. And then like they released a version of Hyrule Warriors for 3DS later that included all that extra content as part mm. of the game. So I guess it depends on how you played and then, it. It looks like they really... Uh, they, they, they released also have, it for Switch um, too. Switch I played too, the yeah. Switch and then version, which was there's, like, the, um, it's like Ultimate or something. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. includes all the DLC content too. Yeah, and it has some um, Link Between Worlds characters as well. Oh, that's cool. Ravio and Yuga are playable, it looks like. Um, Toon Zelda. <laughs> and then Marin, who's, you know, from... Um, what is she Ocarina from? Ocarina of Time? No! Oh, Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I was thinking uh, Ocarina of Time, but that's not right. Yeah, that's um, Maelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always get Marin and Maelon confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're the business <laughs> character. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get far enough to unlock Ravio. I would like to play as Ravio. That sounds funny. That would be fun. <laughs> How, does he? I guess he would just like have all his little like weapons. Is this a little birdie attack. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Oh yeah, and each of them had different weapons, right? So they had different play styles based on which weapon you chose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you change weapons, or do they just like get one? Um, in this one, you like you would before the fight. Yeah, you would select when you when you select your character, you would choose which weapon you equip, and you'd have it for that round. But you could just yeah. switch the next round or something, you know. I think that um, Age of Calamity is the same. Like you, you still have to choose the weapon mm-hmm. before you fight, but that you have like you can pick up different weapons i think or you get that, access well, to different weapons. yeah there's some like bonus things like you can pick up the um like the different elemental rods if you defeat the wiz robes right in age of calamity yeah and then you can use them i think during the fight i feel like the best thing about 
Hyrule Warriors in general, so you can play as Zelda. Yeah, um, that's always in nice. a series named after her. <laughs> you don't really yeah. get to play as her very much. Yeah, like in um, Age of Calamity, like at the start, you play her and she's using like the Sheikah Slate to fight, and then like later she like unlocks her, you know, magical powers, and so you can use like light arrows and light, light arrows. magic and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Age of Calamity actually has a fantastic plot. <laughs> like it's such a long, <laughs> yeah, long game. <laughs> I think it works like. Like the Hyrule, the first Hyrule Warriors has, you know, it's like complicated plot and stuff. And like, that was obviously made to like, like someone went, we want to make a Zelda Hyrule, a Zelda Dynasty Warriors game. Let's come up with a plot for that. Whereas like, I think Age of Calamity really fits that style, like just on its own. Like, yeah, because it's, it's a, about a, a war. Like it's about yeah. a war. I'm sure somebody was like, okay, but we have a really great setup for like mm-hmm. Age of Calamity. And also it's like. They they were able to set it up at like the perfect time, right? Because it fills in all the stuff that happened in the plot before um, Breath of the Wild, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's cool. You can kind of you can play as the champions who you couldn't play as in Breath of the Wild because they're dead. So yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and like who barely they they make appearances in Breath of the Wild, but they're not. Yeah, but they're like they're ghosts and stuff, and they're just like <laughs> people's memories. <laughs> yeah, and you get all the like little like fanficy fan service moments of them like meeting their like you know um not descendants but like uh they're uh the champion you know, they're, they're your champions the, the future champions yeah they who like picked up their their role basically so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like basically a massive fanfic which is what makes it great mm-hmm. that's what i'm mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to say yeah. <laughs> it also has the tiny guardian who's the yeah, yeah. obviously terrico he makes cute noises yeah mm-hmm. he's basically r2d2 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think he's less rude than R2-D2. You see, less less rude. Yeah. He's rude to everybody except for Zelda, though, right? Mm. I like that Zelda's power in Age of Calamity is, like, just, like, push... It's, like, push buttons on Chica Slate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like you're talking about, like, her first thing where it's just, like, it cycles through, like, the Chica Slate runes, which is really Mm -hmm. funny. I just have the the image of her just like button mashing the Sheikah slate in the fight, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's how I play the game. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't isn't that how you're supposed to play the game? Am I doing it right? <laughs> just press like Y or X or whatever the fight button is mm-hmm. over and over. And they have like special moves, and her little special move is like it uh, kind of like just takes like a photo of them and erases them from the world or something. Oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. pretty wild. <laughs> And the maps are all, like, places from Breath of the Wild. Like, mm-hmm. they're familiar places from Breath of the Wild, I guess, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this and um, Age of Calamity came out basically right in between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. It came out mm-hmm. in 2020. Breath of the Wild was 20, 2017. Tears of the Kingdom was 2023. So mm-hmm. Yeah, some people, like, uh, accurately speculated that Tulin was going to be a more major character in Tears of the Kingdom because he's a little bit more of a major character in some of the, like, DLC for Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Age of Calamity, also, um, the music is... Well, in Hyrule Warriors, the music is really interesting. In the first Hyrule Warriors, it's kind of like metal versions yeah, it's like, of it's like a heavy Zelda rock music. Of- yes. <laughs> I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> it is. I, it's, yeah, I guess heavy rock. I don't know. It's almost it's borderline metal. There's yeah. no, like, screaming. But, yeah, it's mm-hmm. very uh, heavy electric guitar covers and, like, fast... Mm-hmm. Um, of like classic Zelda music, which is pretty great. Um, Age of Calamity, the battle music, at least in a lot of the scenes that I was watching, I played a little bit of it, but I mostly watched it because 
I was sick and there's no way I had enough energy to kill a bunch of <laughs> goblins at once. But like, um, a lot button. of the music, yeah, a lot of the music was like the the guardian like fight music, but mm-hmm. but slightly edited, mm-hmm. which makes it pretty tense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a this is a lot happening in this fight. <laughs> yeah, I restarted it, um, Age of Calamity today just to play a little bit again to because I played it back when it first came out. Um, just yeah. to, like compared to the original Hyrule Warriors that I had been playing, and uh, one of the early levels has you like fighting with a guardian, and I was like, oh, I forgot how tense that laser noise makes me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After going through all the Tears of Kingdom without that, <laughs> why are all my muscles sore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you have to like activate the other guardians. A lot of the, um, okay. I feel like the fights that they did for Age of Calamity are really interesting. Like a lot of the things you have to do during the fight can be very interesting. Like fighting with mm-hmm. the guardian. Like there's no like guardians in Hyrule Warrior. There's no like equivalent kind of like, I mean, I guess there's like sometimes like a bigger monster will spawn or whatever, yeah. but like mm-hmm. there's nothing like that. I feel like a lot of the things that they added in Age of Calamity, there's like a lot more interesting like fights in general mm-hmm. like not every fight is just like a bunch of enemies mowing down a bunch of yeah. enemies like you have that but sometimes there's other like strategy in the fight or, or things that you have to do you know it's kind of interesting yeah it's like i enjoyed um the original hyrule warriors but it started to get kind of repetitive to me because it's just like be like oh go do these three things oh now there's a giant monster kill that oh go do this one <laughs> last thing like oh, kind yeah. of over and over again <laughs> yeah. and then like sometimes you're like fucking party is useless and so you're trying to do like seven things all at once and if any of them fail you die and i'm like am i the only one working here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes it's like the um the fight in uh in tears of the kingdom in the gerudo Uh, town yeah yeah, like where you have to defend the gerudo town it's like that but like times five (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and the like the way they would do announcements in hyrule warriors would make me like really stressed too because it's like it's like the fort is about to fall. Defend it immediately, and it's like go defeat this thing immediately. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Three other things you told me to do immediately. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I couldn't play it because yeah. it was like, <laughs> or like I was like, I don't have the energy to. I was like, I can click around a tingle game mm-hmm. in my COVID-ridden state, but there's no way that I could play Hyrule Warriors right now. <laughs> it's like there's so much happening. I could yeah, barely play it normally. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like the variety that they introduced in Age of Calamity and also like the uh, mm-hmm. the map screen for progression rather than the little timeline thing mm-hmm. where you could like go and do these like mini missions and to level up and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like choose which order to do some of the main missions in and it's just kind of fun. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, you have around little... the rest of the wild map. <laughs> yeah, right. You have a little bit more flexibility, right? So you can pick different parts of or like you can go to different battles on different parts of the map instead of it being like linear. Like in Hyrule mm-hmm. Warriors, right? Yeah. And there are a couple choices in Hyrule Warriors, but not as to the extent they have in Age of Calamity. I mean, they probably just have more space for more data and stuff. It's like the Wii yeah. U versus the Switch, so it kind of it makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. It gave them yeah, a lot really of a criticism of the first game, just a praise of the changes made to the second uh-huh. one. The second game has like I was looking at the play time. I'm pretty sure it's like two or three times the the play time, like of Hyrule Warriors. So There's just a lot more content. Mm-hmm. A lot more flexibility, and then a lot more cutscene content. Also, mm-hmm. um, one thing I, I vividly remember from the original Hyrule Warriors is they had like a separate game mode because they had like a story mode. And I don't remember if it was like a bonus mode or extra mode or something like that. But then you'd have like the maps from other games, and each square would be like a mission that you would accomplish. 
and I don't remember if you like. I remember every square you cleared allowed you to go to the next adjacent squares that are around it, and you make your way to the end. And I think that's how you unlock some characters or something and other parts. Um, but I, I found that really enjoyable. I, I, I enjoyed that that mode more than I expected I would. Hmm. And a lot of my memories are because, like, yeah, I think I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Those had, I think, more unique missions as well. So the main story campaign was very repetitive. These were challenging, so I failed a lot. But <laughs> they were different, I think, in objectives. Because um, hmm. um, I think there, there were a lot more, like, challenge stuff, like defeat this many people in this amount of time or, like, make your way to hmm. this, you know, like, a lot of it was time-based or you had to prevent yourself from taking too much damage and stuff like that. So, like, even though it was a similar stuff, you had to really look out for whatever that main objective that they were gearing you towards was. And so it it, it made it a bit different, I think, in that regard. I wonder if there's a way to, like... That's interesting. I was just thinking, what if there's a way to, like, speedrun Hyrule Warriors? Like, do people do that? Can you? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> <clears throat> like, do you have to fight every enemy? Like, I don't know. It'd be interesting to know. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably easier to do it faster if you know what's happening, too, because there's, like, a lot of times where, like, you finish right. one objective and everyone's, like, talking and you're just, like, running around in circles waiting for them to tell you what to do next. And <laughs> if you already, like, knew where the big monster was going to spawn, you could, like, run over there. Yeah, you could run there. While everyone's chit-chatting. So. Yeah. Uh, Age of Calamity and Hyrule's... Oh, that's Definitive Edition. Hyrule's mm -hmm. Warrior Legends and Hyrule Warriors. Each of them having their own different scoreboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they have, uh, you choose the difficulty, they have any percent, any percent co-op, and 100%. New game, new game plus. Those seem to be, oh, uh, then they, for one, they have uh, main story, are you doing all the levels, are you doing the adventure maps, are you doing legend mode, or segmented? Um, but can you do it fast on any percent, or is it like, they just play through it really fast, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it seems like they get, uh, well, um... <laughs> I mean, they don't have a like no major glitch sort of thing going on, so, hmm. so maybe they do just play it fast. Yeah, I feel like it'd probably be a skill based speed run. Yeah. How long are the like fastest speed runs? Which is interesting. Like, give an example. Because like, so, really sequence break. No, that's um, what I was wondering. The original Hyrule Warriors is two hours and fifty one minutes. Okay. That was the for playtime isn't that long. I think like the basic playtime was listed as like eleven hours, so I feel like you yeah. could probably just play it really fast. Mm -hmm. All levels, all base levels. I don't <laughs> see. They have they have like different, so it's hard to compare. Batteries. But there's yeah. one of them is uh, a three hour three minute, which is like ten minutes more um, mm -hmm. for the legends and the definitive edition. We've got about the same two hours forty six minutes for new mm -hmm. game, new game plus two two and a half hours. Wow. <laughs> oh 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 co-op only has one one uh leaderboard <laughs> on um for the definitive edition on switch so, so what you're saying is all right let's do this <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god there's so many so many options there's more options I, than entries like time entries. yeah i know it's sort of <laughs> um but yeah uh, so yeah, you can you can speedrun it. Oh, oh, oh! Something else that's is really important better. that we I don't think we talked about. Um, mm -hmm. I was looking at the characters for Hyrule Warriors, the original, um, yes. or at least one of the editions that came out. Um, yeah. 
Did you know you can play as a cuckoo? Cuckoo. <laughs> what? You can play as a cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had cuckoos as your like lieutenants when you're playing as Linkle, so that Linkle. Yeah, so I guess they made one that you can play. Or wait, hold on. Are these playable characters? Are these just these are? Yeah, these are warriors. I noticed. I noticed that would be easier easy to mod if you if it didn't already exist. I was going to say, the field is littered with, with cuckoos when you're playing as Linkle, which is hilarious to me. I want to play this game again. <laughs> I enjoyed as Linkle it. specifically? No, well, I mean, no, I'm like, as a cuckoo, cuckoo. as Raphio <laughs> sounds fun. As I don't know, just all, all of it. It, it, was, it was fun. I enjoyed that game. Yeah, I think I'm going to play, play playing. What, that's what it was. Know, since, I, since I restarted it. I don't think I ever play, I owned it. Um, my current roommate, he wasn't my roommate at the time, had it, and we played the co-op together. So I played mostly through that, and then I, I guess maybe I borrowed it. Age of Calamity, I bought um, for myself because I downloaded the demo and really liked it. So. I liked it, but it was overwhelming. I was like, I liked it for the content. Like, I wanted it for the extra Breath of the Wild story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It definitely was, like, filling the void between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is the best part about it. Like, yeah, sure, you can, like, destroy a bunch of book goblins. Sure, that sounds great. But I just want the fan like i just want I need the lore i just yeah i want the lore and like the the moments with all the characters you know i want the costume drama part i don't care about the <laughs> about the um <laughs> about the fighting <laughs> i do like the whole like concept of hyrule warriors like the first one how it like crosses over with all the different mm-hmm. zelda times it's definitely like a it's like the like it is like the Kingdom Hearts of like Zelda, where it's like you have all the characters from different timelines yeah, yeah, together, yeah. which is like cool and nerdy. I'm sure Zelda fans like it. At least I I think it's fun. <laughs> like all my favorite friends are back. <laughs> I thought I was never gonna see them again. <laughs> yeah, definitely want to download some of those rock remixes of the Zelda soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shredding Zelda yeah. in the background, <laughs> like. They're, they're really so fantastic. Music is like, really funny. Master guitar zero now. I know. Or like the <laughs> guitar. I saw like a cosplay of like Mikao where somebody made the like mm-hmm. guitar, like that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what the maybe that's what the Indiegogo sound like, and this is just all there. It's definitely <laughs> what they sound like in my headcanon. <laughs> they were kind of like emo. They had like a yeah. big like their whole setup was like a key the like a you know, fish guitar. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And they had like a keyboard the type mm-hmm. thing. What were all their instruments? It was like a keyboard, keyboard thing. Keyboard, like a drummer, drums, and, uh, and guitar, guitar. Yeah. and singer. Yeah. They're like sex bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're here to make you feel bad think about death and stuff. Death and stuff. <laughs> the next game that I want to talk about is Link's Crossbow Training, the greatest spinoff of all time, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, at least the definitely the spinoff that I played the most before we started mm-hmm. this podcast, before we started recording this podcast. I uh, played that once at your house like 15 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. You don't remember it intimately from playing it oh, that one I time? I do, though. It was really fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it's it fun. a lot. <laughs> it's fun. It's not really a special game. I guess to, to clarify what this game... So first of all, this is a game that was sold... There was a Wii um, accessory... That turned your Wii remotes into like a gun shape that you could hold up. And this game is a shooting game. It's kind of like Duck Hunt or any of those like 
target shooting um, games. Well, because it it used the the VR or not the VR the the like uses the reticle for the Wii. Yeah, the the motion the motion bar or whatever. It's kind of like the kind of like those is it like House of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like any of those any shooting arcade game any any shooting themed game where it basically like. The only there's no plot. It's you just like shoot things in the level, and that's how you get points. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a shooting game. It's like an arcade shooting game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, like it's a bunch of there's different levels. I had to. I watched a playthrough of this, which is hilarious. I love that on YouTube. I could just go any game name playthrough, mm-hmm. and someone has recorded it, which is fantastic. <laughs> it's really great mm-hmm. for research. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just like I played it a lot, but I watched a playthrough just to remind myself what the game was like but yeah there's like a lot of it is like target shooting and it reuses levels from uh twilight princess so all of the all the like components and enemies and everything in the game are from twilight princess so you'll be like in ordon village and then a bunch of targets will pop up and then you shoot them and that's how you get points and there's like hidden stuff in the levels that like you shoot that and it gives you extra points or whatever huh i hate when that happens you're in your village and targets show up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they just pop up out of nowhere. All the pumpkins that you're not supposed to throw, you can just shoot them or whatever. Nobody's gonna punk on a horse nobody's comes gonna you. with a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually a couple riding levels, which is hilarious. There's at least two, I think, that I saw. Um, where you're actually like on like doing horseback riding and shooting. Like similar to the um one is kind of similar to like um you know how you have to protect the fucking cart? in twilight in twilight princess yes one of the levels perspective yes is very similar to that where you're being like followed by enemies and you have to shoot them but then there's also levels that are like one of them is like a dark nut you know like the dark nut that you have to fight in i think it's the tower of the gods i forget or just the one in the room that's like big and you have to fight it you have to do that but in this game so you're shooting with the crossbow but it can also the dark nut can like turn into like little I guess like locusts or like bats or something it kind of like separates itself and then like reforms so it's even worse than the dark nut (laughs) and you're shooting with like a crossbow instead of like a sword so it's kind of challenging to to fight it but there's a couple different levels and they you have a bunch of different like shooting styles but yeah it's all like locations and enemies and stuff from twilight princess and it's fun oh there's even one level that's kind of like a first person shooter where you like walk through the level it's similar. I think it's actually the same place as, um, you know, when you have to go into Arbiter's Grounds and there's like all the, um, the like, uh, mm. book or whatever are guarding it. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same place. Mm. So it's like the same shootout from entering Arbiter's Grounds. Cool. From the desert. But you're shooting them with like a crossbow instead of like whatever other weapons you had. Um, okay, I stopped and Googled it. They were bulblins in Twilight. Bulblins. Bulblin, bul- those, those things. Yeah. yeah, they're not bokoblins. Yeah, it's like, what the heck were they? But those things. Yeah. The green things. The green ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're all like goblin type things. Yeah, they're, they're all, all kind of the same. Yeah. Is it goblin enemy? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, anyway, it's those. So, there's like a whole shootout level, which is basically the same exact level. And it's like the same, like you have to go to the left. It's like the same layout where you go to the left and you go around. There's like they're up on towers and they can shoot you and you have to shoot them before they shoot you and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Having like recovered memories of both Twilight Princess and playing this game. 
Mm. It was kind of funny for me playing Twilight Princess because I had played League's Crossbow Training more than I had played Twilight Princess. So there were okay. some like levels where I'd go in and be like, this feels like weirdly familiar. I have this like weird deja vu. Yeah. And it was from playing Lee's crossbow training, not from playing Twilight Princess before, which is really funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the music is also like similar or at least the same, like reused from Twilight Princess. Cause there's some like Western music. One of the, there's like a kind of Western style, like shootout in one of the, in the Kakariko village or like mm-hmm, not yeah. Kakariko village, the other village, you know, the one that's like abandoned. The hidden uh, oh Imp- yeah the hidden, hidden village, village yeah. where impa is there's yeah. like a shootout you have the western really shootout and then you have the cat meetup <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly so yeah like a lot of the like i guess what's funny about this game is like they repeated some of the things from twilight princess like some of the battles from twilight princess are also included or like they're very similar at least in least crossbow training mm-hmm but it's kind of funny how much content there is in this game that was like a freebie that came with the accessory for the Wii. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I have fond memories of playing Lee's crossbow training, which is why I wanted to talk about it for this episode of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Wii is fun. We didn't, I feel like uh, this is maybe probably one of the more like unique cro- like spinoffs off games where like it's yeah. using the motion controls and everything in like a peripheral so it's, that's kind of interesting yeah. but yeah similar to a lot of like arcade and like those light gun games like duck hunt for example that you could play oh. on your tv home tv i don't remember what other games you could even use the Wii zapper for but yeah i think there was a zombie survival game that they made that was the big one at the time i think I feel like they were selling it for like a Metroid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think game. for a Metroid game too. Yeah. Is that for Lives of well? Probably use it for a few games because it's just the Wiimote stuffed into a piece okay. of plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could use it for any game. I mean, you could use yeah. it for like Mario Party if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says third-party titles designed to support the Wii Zapper included Resident Evil, The Umbrella Chronicles, Ghost Squad, Medal of Honor, Heroes Two, House of the Dead. That's probably what you're talking about, right, Cosmo? Yeah. Call of Duty. <laughs> they made a Call of Duty game for Wii. That's funny. Quantum of Solace. Yeah, all that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. like the sound, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny, it's a House of the Dead game. I didn't even know that when I made the reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's not much else to say. It's a, it's a shooting game, and it was mm-hmm. a it was a peripheral game, but it was fun, and it's Zelda-themed. Yeah. And specifically, I played it a lot <laughs> in terms of personal... Uh, connection to these games mm-hmm. um the next one i want to talk about is cadence of hyrule did did you yeah. guys play this i watched or... someone play a little bit of it yeah it's yeah. interesting yeah um, i i, I definitely give it a shot Crypt of the necro, necro dancer a long time ago but mm-hmm. crypt of the necro dancer mm-hmm. <laughs> necro dancer necro wafer dancer um <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which necro necro wafer dancer <laughs> Um, Kings of Hyrule is cute. It's also like kind of like um, how Hyrule Warriors had like metal versions of the Zelda songs. This has like remastered 8 bit versions of the Zelda songs. So it has kind of also cute music. And ever, all the music has this like disco beat because it has a specific rhythm, like it has a specific timing that you're supposed to match. So, like, the I don't know what the whole plot of the game is actually. I didn't. I I I looked at some of the playthrough, but basically you play as like Link and Zelda, and you're trying to you're trying to do do whatever. But 
as the player, I think what makes the game interesting is the main mechanic when you're fighting enemies is that you have to do it with certain timing that follows mm-hmm. the rhythm of the music. And you have this, there's this little bar at the bottom of the screen that also shows you the rhythm. And when you're in like fighting mode, there's this, um, I think they call it like a dance floor, but like these squares appear on the ground that show you like where you can move to and jump to and stuff. And like sometimes you have to be in like specific position to fight enemies. Like it's very similar to those like top down like Zelda games, like mm-hmm. some of the older NES and Game Boy games, except that it has this like timing element that you have to follow, mm-hmm. which is cute. Yeah. I don't know. It would seem like a cute game. I, did, I watched a bit of a playthrough. I did buy it. Yeah. It's on my Switch. But... RPG rhythm game type thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I understand <Yeah>. how. <laughs> and But yeah, I think like the whole the musical element of it was is what makes it really nostalgic and charming, especially for Zelda fans. Like some of the like the enemies are Zelda-ish, but I think it's really like the music that kind of ties everything together, which is nice. Yeah, it's a cute game, especially for people who have like a nostalgia for the older Zelda games and like top-down Zelda games. They feel like it would probably be a fun spinoff for them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the same way Hyrule Warriors is like a Zelda version of Dynasty Warriors. It's a Zelda version of a game called Crypt yeah. of the Necro Dancer. Necro Dancer, yeah, which is like an indie game from several years ago. So good for them for scoring the. Uh, the Nintendo license there. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like released on Switch, and I'm pretty sure it's like even sold. I think they might sell physical copies. Oh, apparently, remember. this says it's called mm. Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring Legend of Zelda. So maybe it's got both. I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe it has both. I don't oh. know. In the Kingdom of Hyrule, a mysterious man, na- man named Octavo uses a magical loot to put Hyrule's king. <laughs> I know, I saw the lute and I was like, this is hilarious. Good choice of musical instrument. Yeah, it's like object- objectively the funniest instruments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, to put Hyrule's King as well as Lincoln Zelda to sleep before using the Triforce of Power to turn his lute into a golden lute. Is that what you win after you, you beat the devil in a lute contest? <laughs> a golden lute. <laughs> Octavo reveals that he and his champions were meant to be used to battle against Ganon, who will take over Hyrule in the future. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. With help from the golden loot, Lincoln Zelda uses the power of the Triforce to try to send Cadence back to her world. This is what I'm saying. I feel like it's like very nostalgic for like some of those older Zelda games where there's like mm-hmm. instruments and it's like music based. It like really, yeah. it's like it's like following that kind of like plot line of like the music element of a lot of older Zelda games, which is basically absent from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely a so I feel franchise like- that lends itself well to that. <laughs> Yes, it was it was there you know it was there for like it's like an evolutionary divergence of zelda that it could have been that but it's breath of the wild you know (laughs) it's like uh but it's like it's it's funny because it also i mean i feel like one reason why or like what's interesting about all these different spinoffs is like the series has a lot of things in it that lend itself to all those things like yeah it could be a cadence of hyrule or it could be a Dynasty Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. is it a fighting game? Is it a music game? Like, is it a first-person shooter? <laughs> <laughs> is it a weird click-through like RPG? <laughs> I feel like Tingle is like a whole other thing, though. That's like a yeah. whole separate. But I'm waiting, I'm um, waiting for typing yeah. of the Zelda myself. 
<laughs> it must be. <laughs> There's got to be a typing. Somebody must have come up with a typing Zelda game. Anyway, Super Smash Brothers is the last one, the last yeah. game that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and, a game near and dear to my heart. Yeah, yeah. Ju- just like the target shooting game was near and dear to my heart. <laughs> so Smash, there are there some. There's like some levels, I guess, similarly, but even more so than the reason why I decided I want to talk about Smash versus like Mario Kart is because there are more like characters and locations and stuff. And then mm-hmm. one of the things that I think is really interesting specifically about Smash is like the there's a plot uh, element from Zelda, which is implemented in Slash, Smash, which is like the Sheik and Zelda character in yeah. Uh, um, in melee, melee, starting in melee, yeah, where and Zelda's also she been a part changes. of the Smash franchise from the beginning, as opposed to like mm-hmm. it's only been introduced to Mario Kart in the like most recent version. Oh yeah, 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 right, that's right. Mean, yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess Link was always a character. I found yeah, I mean, a list. Zelda's a franchise, not Zelda's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Zelda's that's... a character has been in almost all of them. Yeah, she wasn't cool. the first one, I don't think, but no. Yep. According to this helpful chart from Wikipedia. Link has yeah. been in all of them. And then in mm-hmm. Super Smash Bros. Melee, it was Ganondorf, Link, Sheik, and Zelda, and, like, Toon Link young were Link. added for Melee. Yeah, Young Link. Young, young Link. Link. Yeah, Toon Link was in Brawl. 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 Mm-hmm. Apparently in Ultimate, Toon Link and Young Link are there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because everybody's here. <laughs> and then, fuck, I don't even remember for, for Wii U which of the Zelda's Links were there. I don't remember that game at all. That's Every game is sad. Game. Well, apparently it's the same game for 3DS and Wii U. Yeah. Which is sort of mind-blowing. Same, they're very similar. They're similar. It's, like it's really it's weird to me that they like were able to release a bunch of Wii U games for 3DS. Like like Dynasty Warriors. Or like, uh, like Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm like, how can they be similar in size and power? But apparently they are, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they were like... Um, I played a lot of... Not a lot, but a decent amount of the 3DS one. I didn't play too much of the Wii U one. And it's like, it's a little more like stylized. Like, it's sort of got this sort of flat style to it mm-hmm. compared to the like 3D, the like full yeah. 3D version on the Wii U. So hmm. I like how it looks, but, um, and they've got like some slightly different like, uh, stages and stuff. Cool. I mean, I would say when it comes to Smash, I mostly played, uh, the N64 version and Super Smash Bros. Melee. It's like the first two. I'm not super mm-hmm. familiar with the later games. Yeah, I played it pretty regularly up through Brawl, and then I played, like I said, a decent amount of the 3DS and almost none of the Wii U one, and then mm-hmm. I still haven't picked up Ultimate. Yeah. I feel like I'm vaguely waiting for them to release like a all-DLC-included version of <laughs> Ultimate. Mm. They probably will. Ultimate came out in 2018, so I feel like it's due for something. They're due for something in the franchise soon. No, they they typically once it's done, they're done. Um, <laughs> I think I think they have to make an update uh, for the last um, amiibo Sora, but I I don't mm. think they release like a, a definitive edition or anything like that. Um, I think you just buy the game, get it, and if you want the DLC, you just buy the DLC. You know. Well, they've never really um, done that kind of thing for Smash before. So. Well, for Wii U, um, they did that as well, and um, they never released something for that either. Um, unlike, 
I almost I don't even count anything on the Wii U as a different as like fair enough proof of a pattern um, just because it was such a weird. That's, that's fair. Um, but it seems it seems more of the like the director um, and the 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 um, not the firm but like the the specific like um, studio. I think mm-hmm. maybe their their style in particular. I think it's more to do with that than. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we, we talked about uh, them as characters. Um, you know, they each have their own unique little, like, differences. Um, mm-hmm. Like, um, especially in the later versions, they differentiate the different links a bit more with, like, uh, regular Link no longer having a, a hookshot um, and just having a normal grab um, while yeah, the like other the... links kept... It's like the version of like just normal Link was usually like usually reflected like the most recent like mainline Link mm-hmm. like and yeah before yeah. it was yeah. Ocarina of Time Link and then I think they had Twilight Melee, Princess it was, like, Twilight Princess Link and well yeah um, Brawl or whatever one yeah um, and they had uh, Skyward Sword Link and um, I guess Breath of the Wild Link and um, yeah and the most recent. Zelda, the uh, most recent Smash um, Link has the bomb, the ruin bombs from the Sheikah Slate. Oh, so like the blue you bombs. can, yeah, and so like you can actively choose to, when to detonate them. With unlike the other bombs, and in previous games, um, it would just sort of be if you threw it at someone or they just blow up after a certain amount of time. Um, so that you know, so they've made they definitely like uh, Link. Link has made had the most changes. Uh, through the series as they like update it to match sort of more recent links appearances and and games and stuff like that while the other ones generally stay a bit more the same um is zelda still turn into chic or in, i think separate? in the most recent one they've separated them i'm looking because it seems like they're separate yeah because zelda yeah, Oh, they! I think they separated them for the the 3DS because the 3DS couldn't handle multiple characters at the same time, so it wouldn't be able to have Zelda and Sheik loaded at the same time. So mm. they were separated for that, and they kept it that way. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they they Pokemon Trainer they also changed to just Charizard for that one because again you couldn't have the multiple characters, but mm. then they returned Pokemon Trainer for the most recent one, so now you can choose between the three of them. Yeah, uh, like several other Zelda characters, Sheik's design is updated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sheik doesn't have a light arrow, has her own unique final smash, known as Sheik Dance, apparently. Mm-hmm. Cosmo, do you personally play any Zelda characters? Because I mostly played, like, Pikachu. Uh, Zelda. I've I, I played Zelda a bit. And Ganondorf, I like them. Um, I mm. tried um, Toon Link, but he's just not mine, my style. Um, my <laughs> brother, <laughs> yeah. My brother plays Link a lot. Um, he's pretty good with him. So you know we we cover a good a good a good range of them. They added even though um, Zelda generally uh, is modeled after a 3D version, they did give her a Phantom from Phantom Hourglass that she can summon and send out, oh, which cool. is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. One of the nice things is that like they they do pay homage to um, a lot of the other lesser known or the the, the like 2D games. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's a Spirit Tracks level. Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, yeah, they they do they do some nice things. Um, 
they add, there's a bunch of, I mean, if you look, there's the, the, one of the things about Smash is that they have trophies that you can collect. Right. And they have just, just figures for so many characters and things. So you'll see so much, um, that way there's stickers as well in the newer versions. They, in the, the newest one, they have these, um, weekly modes where they'll have a challenge that's based off of a character. So they'll find the closest character to whoever that is, either in play style or in just like story lore and there'll be some sort of events right so like hmm. uh i can't think of any off the top of my head but like uh, uh, in, in, if, if for some reason they were doing a jurassic park like if that was nintendo they would have you know yoshis <laughs> but they would have the yoshis be giant and then they would pick a probably a park level or something like that um oh there's a spirit you know. train is this the level you're talking about uh, yeah 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 Oh, that's so yeah. cute. Um, it's got Alfonso in it. Um, yeah, and yeah. Or no, no. Link. You know what? Normally, it's 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 Toon Link. Yeah, it's Train Conductor Link. But if you play him, then it'll be Alfonso conducting the yes. train instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a lot of nice I've little seen screenshots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Zelda stages in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think the last thing is. Um, in melee, they had like an adventure mode, and I think they used a decent amount of assets. Uh, like they have redeads and yeah, that was the first time mm-hmm. I encountered a redead. Was playing the mm-hmm. <laughs> playing melee because <laughs> that mm-hmm. my first Zelda game was um, Wind Waker, so I never encountered the uh, yeah. Ocarina of Time style uh, redeads until that. It was unpleasant. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does seem unpleasant. Oh, that's a great uh, it wasn't thing. even during the adventure mode. It had come out of a box in a. Oh yeah, I forgot they had that. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? There's a great bay level that has the research lab and the turtle from Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from Melee. It's in Melee. Oh, the moon is in the background. That's horrifying. Yup, yup. It gets closer. Um, does it really? Yeah, and then and then the giants come and push it away. What? Yeah. The giants come. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I haven't. I didn't realize that was the level based off of that, like bridge in Twilight Princess, and like the bridge like of Elden. Yeah, like, like the middle section mm-hmm. will collapse mm-hmm. partway through the fight, and then like the oh yeah, the big, the big guy on the on the pig will like charge through it every now and then. <laughs> the big guy on the pig, <laughs> <laughs> the bulbin, the bulbin, as we learned, yeah, King Bulbin or whatever. Yeah, I remember like the castle level and stuff from. Um, uh, yeah, from melee and also from. Mm. There's one in the original. Oh, the original, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember it's one of the levels that doesn't move very much, which is good. Yeah, when I was a kid playing like uh, Smash sixty four, um, like I had a friend who was really into Zelda, and I was really into Pokemon, and so like he would always play Link, and I would always play Pikachu. <laughs> nice. That's fun. It's like that's like my like childhood memory of that game. I mostly played Pikachu. Because mm-hmm. he's a good character. Yeah, he's got the best down B with that thunder. Down B, mm-hmm. thunder. It's pretty convenient, mm-hmm. especially if it's, you're not very good. Control. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does like uh, in like the single player mode where there would be like fight twenty five Yoshi's at once or whatever. You can just kind of park yourself in the middle and wait for them to pile on you, and then just use thunder and, and down B. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bomb shoes are an item. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of Zelda. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the beetle, I think, um, from Twilight. Uh, no, that's Skyward Sword, isn't it? 
Um, yeah. You'd throw yeah. it at someone, it would pick them up, and if they don't break free, it like just launches them off the top of the stage. Oh, um, this is a helpful item. Yeah. I'm looking at it. <laughs> um, there's a beetle trophy, too. There's a fairy in a bottle. Apparently yeah. there's a cocoa enemy, which is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, there's a lifelike uh, enemy? How rude. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And the, the oh, God, there's a lifelike trophy. It's horrible. The trophies in Melee were, like, my first introduction to Animal Crossing as a series because they had some Animal Crossing trophies oh, before nice. it came out, um, before they translated it and released it in the West. So that's oh, gross. Neat, neat. Um, it's horrible. Look so at I remember it. there's, like, a KK <laughs> Slider trophy, and it's, it's still called it Tota KK because they hadn't translated his name yet. So mm. I remember like reading about that and I was like, this game sounds interesting. And then like, so when Animal Crossing actually came out, I was, I bought, I bought, bought it on the uh, nice. GameCube version. Yeah. Not a lot of people had the, the GameCube version. version. It was pretty obscure back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now everybody yeah. in the world has Animal Crossing. As everyone should. There's a trophy with all the four giants also, and they're also creepy. Yeah. I is everything from that game creepy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Majora's Mask. Oh, the bunny hood. Oh, yeah, that was, a, a that was an early item in Smash. Mm -hmm. It's from Melee. Mm -hmm. Seems. Makes you zip around. <laughs> Doesn't make you fast. Yep. It's like the bunny hood from It's really easy mask. to run yourself right off the stage with the bunny hood. On. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go really fast, you jump really high. <laughs> That's what makes it great. I don't know what Especially you're talking about. Especially if you're about. Like playing an already pretty speedy character like Pikachu. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. And then I love uh, the fun of uh, Super Smash Brothers is just the chaos, mm -hmm. basically. In one of them, there was like these special battles, so you could just have things be set permanently. So I think you could put yourself as like you always have a bunny hood, and speed is doubled. <laughs> so the game the game goes at twice wow. the speed. Yeah, there's some wild stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Smash Bros. is always pretty customizable, yeah. even at the beginning. Like you could like turn on and off different items and yeah, mm -hmm. set times and standards and stuff. Because yeah, me and my mm -hmm. friend who would do the always do like Lincoln Pikachu. We would always we would like set the items so like the only items that spawned were the um, the lightsabers and the Pokeballs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because nobody wants like a God Mode hammer, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Like that's no fun. I want to fight. Sorry, beam swords. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the moon is an apocalyptic hazard in the Legend of Zelda series. <laughs> it is indeed. There's a moon Thanks, trophy, which is horrifying also. Yeah. It's just the Smashpedia, mm -hmm. so yes, basically the Bulbapedia of Smash, yes. I like apocalyptic hazard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you summon the moon? I think so. It says an assist trophy. I think it's an option. Yeah, it says one of the most powerful assist trophies in the game. It comes comes in from the background of the stage and covers a great portion of it. It makes a very powerful impact and deals repeated damage to fighters. <laughs> it hits before eventually exploding. <laughs> the moon can't be summoned in Terminate Great Bay because it's already in the background. <laughs> oh. I love Smash Brothers' uh, dedication to internal consistency. Right. <laughs> Explode everything. Anyway, do we have any final conclusions about spinoffs? <laughs> do you have like a favorite spinoff? Yeah, keep favorite doing what Zelda you're doing, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just keep making weird tingle games, please. <laughs> I don't know if I have like a favorite, but I did really appreciate the amount of 
of like kind of basically like content like breath of the wild extra content that exists in Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity mm-hmm. like that's my personal I don't know like yeah, favorite kind of my favorite spin-off, of the, I guess of the like straight up Zelda spin-offs because like, I mean obviously like yeah. you know got a lot of nostalgic affection for the Smash Brothers series but you know that's yeah. everything spin-off <laughs> <laughs> Every every Nintendo game spinoff, yeah, yeah, and non Nintendo game. <laughs> it's also a it's also a Sonic spinoff and a Metal Gear Solid spinoff. Got <laughs> their Sonics. <laughs> Aren't there like Final Fantasy characters also? Cause yeah, I think like, Cloud is in there now. I don't know, even know. And yes, yeah, Sora's in there now from Kingdom Hearts. It's a Kingdom Hearts spinoff. <laughs> Sephiroth is in there. Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just every good character from every video game. Mm-hmm. Like, how about we put it in Smash? Yeah. It is nice that like Smash is a game where they'll like bring in more obscure characters and stuff. Like, it's probably nice for people who are fans of those. Series. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a fan of Spirit Tracks, like it's cool. There's a Spirit Train level, or like I don't know, like Ice Climbers. Like, then that game mm-hmm. not get translated. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I can't remember. Like, there's there's stuff like that, or like all the. Uh, like Ness or whatever, like the kid mm, from Mother, Mother the Mother yeah. games, yeah. Like especially in like, was it Melee? They added the one from Mother Three, which has still never been translated. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Lucas, right? Uh, yeah, it's lots of lots of deep cuts in Smash Bros. and like yeah. stages or like move references and stuff. I like watching videos where people mm-hmm. like break down like a character's move set and like this is a reference to like this game and this franchise and yeah. when this character does this thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely like I don't know. It's just it's charming that there's a franchise that's like dedicated to like everybody's little favorite things mm-hmm. from yeah. their other games, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely just like a love letter to like <laughs> Nintendo as a whole games. and other games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cosm, do you have a favorite spinoff? I mean, I I had the most fun with the original Hyrule Warriors. Um, hmm. Do we have any conclusions? I feel like, I guess my main conclusion is the Zelda series has like, definitely, like we kind of talked about, because there's a lot of things in it, like there's fighting and music and stuff, it lends itself to being like, manipulated into other genres, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it's a series that kind of lends itself to different spinoffs, which is cool. Yeah, I think it has potential for more spinoffs if they wanted to do that, but... Yeah. It could be a. I would play like a I, Zelda photography spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> take pictures of tacos <laughs> and. It's like wins. Zelda's, you know, like Zelda's all obsessed with like the Sheikah slate. It's like Zelda's yeah, it's like photography, you, um, wildlife photography. <laughs> yeah, you could do. Yeah, it's like there's almost kind of a mini version of that in. <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, there's some side quests where you take the pictures to yeah. fill out the compendium and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, or you take pictures and they're like, oh, I translate this thing or whatever. Yeah. It's like Zelda's. I want a Zelda. Okay, listen, here's my pitch, Nintendo. <laughs> a Zelda themed. It's like the Zelda Princess Zelda's the main character, and it's her like the the um you know the archaeological survey. It's the adventures of the archaeological survey <laughs> in Tears of the Kingdom, and you like have to use the camera to unlock things in the levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is my pitch. Yeah. Build it. <laughs> I want to play as nerdy Zelda, where she's like <laughs> being a nerd. Mm-hmm. Game. <laughs> Any other final thoughts? 
about spinoffs? Spinoffs are fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. And these are all good. There's no like bad, super bad Zelda spinoffs or anything. Like mm-hmm. the Tangle games are weird, but it doesn't make them bad. They're just very strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all are worthy of holding your attention for a few hours at least. So. Yeah, that's all I really ask of a video game. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's yep. like, will you distract me from life yes. for a few hours? <laughs> <laughs> we have low expectations because we grew up in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. like, this game has a functional camera. I'm satisfied. Yeah. Ooh. I can, like, click on stuff and interact with it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, I guess thanks for listening in our yeah. next episode. It's going to be our final episode. No. <laughs> At least our final episode of this series. We mm-hmm. could do something else. I don't know. We don't have plans yet. Yeah. But we could. A series on Pokemon spinoffs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that will take us, like, five years. Can you, know. Know. Oh my God. Can you imagine all the grinding we would have to do to finish, like, Pokemon games? Well, yeah. she said specifically spinoffs. <laughs> But even then, the grinding we would have to do for all those Pokemon <laughs> spinoffs. Fair enough. There's a lot of Pokemon spinoffs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you have questions, remember send questions uh, for our finale episode by October 20th. Questions. I'll send reminders on all my socials again. Yeah, concerns won't be addressed. <laughs> I mean, you could send them, but like, you know. <laughs> Right, I don't know. It's the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put all how to send, where to send things in uh, the episode description. I'll put all the links there, but you have our like our Tumblr, Tumblr and Twitter and you can send things to our website and we have an email. You can directly send questions. And that's it. That'll be it. Then we'll just talk about Zelda. Yeah, be excited. <laughs> yeah, if you can figure out where to send them. <laughs> Don't they I just would know? accept, like, <laughs> yeah, of course, or like, like um, you know, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I was thinking, <laughs> like, dream projections, like, you can send yeah. a question in a dream, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> if you have the power to do that, mm-hmm. I believe in you, like, like prophecy, prophecy questions, yeah. yeah, astral projection, mm-hmm. that that's fine, <laughs> I'll make a note of the question, it'll be great. <laughs> anyway thanks for listening we'll see you then uh, it'll be November 1st the episode will come out November 1st <laughs> we'll see you then yay bye. bye thanks for joining us have a good day <laughs> yeah those are always fun but they take so many quarters yeah 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 <laughs> Be like two dollars to play those games. <laughs> You're like, I want to shoot the gun. You're like, I don't have enough coins left to shoot the gun. <laughs> For some reason, what I remember most about th- those games is the typing versions of those games that I played in like yeah. elementary school. Typing of the um, dead. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To teach you how to type, they would. It would basically be that game, but instead you had to type the words that they that they put up or the the. What they words or letter combinations? The I don't typing remember. of the words, dead. Yeah. Typing of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't feel yeah. like children should learn with stress. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, they had like versions yeah. of that in arcades too, with like keyboards that are like strapped to the. No way, really? Cabinet. Yeah. It says it's That's an arcade funny. game. Yeah. Tapping of the Dead is a modification of Sega's light gun arcade game House of the Dead 2, where the gun is replaced by a computer keyboard. The player takes the role of a secret agent in a zombie infested Venice and must quickly type letters to kill vast advancing enemies. Wow, this game, it's just looking at the screen makes me stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the arcade cabinets just had like straight up like computer keyboards like strapped to the front of them. It's oh, cool. oh, oh you I can found buy a photo. It on Steam. Yeah, you can buy it on Steam. <laughs> Typing of the Dead was regarded overall by critics as an enjoyable game, receiving favorable reviews. <laughs> That's great. PC World was so impressed with the game's premise that they listed it as a runner-up in top 10 worst games. They <laughs> <laughs> don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Subpar voice acting. <laughs> That's part of the charm of the House of the Dead <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's different multiple endings. <laughs> People have played this game to the end? I guess it's the same plot as like... Wait, no. Is this blah, blah, blah. Possible... Ex- Explosion ending. The character defeats the Emperor, then sees Goldman committing suicide by falling off a building. Is the game for children? Bungie, <laughs> Bungie ending. The similar is the first one of Bungie cord can be seen attached to Goldman's leg. Goldman returns to where he was and, and belches. <laughs> this ending is achieved by typing a combination of honest and untruthful or strange answers to the questions asked during the boss fight. <laughs> Superman ending. This is similar to the first, but Goldman bids farewell to the narrator. He raises his hand and rises into the sky. The sending is achieved by typing untruthful answers to the questions asked in the boss fight. <laughs> like, who had enough quarters to make it all the way to the end of this game? Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. There's a typing Pokemon game. Uh, is there? There's like a mm-hmm. Pokemon game for everything, too. There's like the, <laughs> yeah. the card game, Pokemon card game video game, and then there's like the Pokemon pinball mm. video game, and then there's like. That's like uh, literally the biggest franchise in the world. So. <laughs> Yeah. There's like all the dungeon what are they called? Mystery dungeon games. Yeah, you play as Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to t- yeah, so- turned into a Pokemon and then you wind up in the Pokemon world. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so you could play as a player, you can play as a Pokemon. It's great. This is everything about Pokemon. You can do everything. Take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> That's right. The great <laughs> <laughs> It's such a stupid concept, but it's such a great game. Like, who is like, okay, like, I've got a great idea. Let me pitch you my new Pokemon game. It's like a wildlife safari, and your photos, you're taking photos of the Pokemon. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Who at Nintendo was like, great idea, Ken. Like, this is the best game you've come up with. <laughs> like, how can we make more money so like, from Get that man a promotion. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, but then, but then they, like, had the consoles where you could, like, print the stickers and stuff. Like, this oh, is, like, yeah, the yeah, true, yeah. true genius of Pokemon Snap was, like, being able to go and, like, print your Pokemon stickers, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. those, like, the kiosks from, um, yeah. at Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I feel like that was also when the cameras were just, like, more like exotic like kids didn't have their own cameras like it'd be weird it was rare i think to have your own camera as a yeah, kid yeah that's true now yeah, everybody has big on the camera thing for a while because there's like the uh, the game boy camera with the printer right Ooh. which is also cool mm-hmm. what like a that. weird thing game uh, nintendo makes some weird stuff like they also had that like I remember sewing printing machine. out my uh 
my like elite four like uh, diploma or whatever on that way back in the day and it prints doesn't it print on like a little like receipt paper paper, like yeah yeah, like heat (laughs) printed because it's only black and white right Mm -hmm. nintendo also had that game boy that you could like attach to like uh, a sewing machine there's like the game boy sewing machine and it'll like embroider stuff i think yeah you didn't know no that's really crazy patterns and (laughs) yeah um, they're very rare. There's not a lot of them, but yeah, here, here, I found, uh, here, I found, I found a link for you for later. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I think it embroiders stuff that you design with the Game Boy, doesn't it? I feel like. Yeah, that's yeah, what it looks yeah, like, you yeah. Can, like, make your own little patterns and then hook it up there. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Listen. So Nintendo does some things. They did some things with yeah. the Game Boy. And like in the N64 times, you know. Oh my god, there's more than one model. This person posted on Reddit, finally got all three models of the Game Boy Power sewing machines. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's dedication to collecting. Because they're not cheap, as far as I remember. Working ones are not cheap. Cosmo, do you have a favorite spinoff? I mean, I I had the most fun with the original Hyrule Warriors. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, but if we're just talking pure spinoffs, um, I've I recently I've gotten back into. Well, I played it once and now can't stop thinking about it, but have no one to play with. <laughs> um, Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> I didn't mean spinoffs in general. I meant Zelda spinoffs, uh, uh, but I am intrigued was, by your love of Pokemon Puzzle League. Yeah. <laughs> It was um yeah Hyrule Hyrule Warriors Hyrule Warriors yeah I just the first one mm-hmm. the first one Puzzle League is yeah. really good though <laughs> yes yeah I played a lot of that mm-hmm. I think Pokemon Snap is probably one of my favorite spinoffs yeah it's really oh, that's, right, that's true yeah, yeah. I love that they finally I played a lot of Pokemon Snap also really good which one it's oh. so cute Pokemon Snap mm, there's yeah, like yeah, a switch yeah. version of Pokemon Snap which is really good mm, yeah yeah um yeah. a recommendation for you Ellen there's a game called Penko Park. Uh, yeah, on Steam, um, it's like a Pokemon Snap type game, but with it's like you know not in the Pokemon realm, but Pinko Park. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it. It's like you go around little levels and they're in a little buggy. Exploring and an ab- pictures, yeah. abandoned wildlife park. It's like a slightly creepier version of <laughs> Pokemon Snap, but it scratches that same. <laughs> but they're little, they're cute little ghosts. Oh, look at them! <laughs> oh, it is basically Pokemon Snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I want this to be a full-on genre because I want to play more of this. Like, <laughs> photography games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wildlife photography games. Oh, you, like, that is trying looking... to get special special photos and find secret paths and stuff. Like, hey. this does look like a game that I would really enjoy. <laughs> oh, these things are really cute. <laughs> ghost, sorry, Ghost Butter Collection. It's by Ghost Butter. Is that the That's hilarious. <laughs> what a good name. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, this looks also this is a game that's my pace, unlike uh yeah. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, I wonder if there are other spin-off games that I like. I feel like Pokemon Snap is definitely one that I played the most. That's a, a spin-off, actual spin-off game. Played a lot of Pokemon spin-offs. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot you have a lot of choice. Yeah. Uh, the Mystery Dungeon games are good. I, I, um Pokemon. I've actually played those, but the concept is intriguing to mm-hmm. me. 
I would like to be a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pikachu's not very good, but I played a ton of it when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you get a Pikachu. It's like the ultimate Ash experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's also like it's like weirdly cryptic too. So it's like all this stuff where you're like, what do I need to do to get this mysterious item in this level, and what does it mean? And like, like I couldn't, I would, I would progress and not know why I was progressing, and then try to you know progress another way. So it was like, <laughs> it's like you know fascinating in that like playground rumor early video game kind of way where I'm just like, like what does this game hold? Like <laughs> <laughs> secrets. It's just like the tingle games mm-hmm. where there's like. The other thing about the Tingle games that I, I don't think we really talked about this, but there are like actual consequences. Like if you don't like bribe the person right, you just like don't get their thing. Like no. there's like there's like permanent. I feel like or semi things seem to have like permanent effects in the game. You know, like like there's wrong things you can do, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like there's actual consequences, unlike some other games. They're like sex bomb. Yeah. <laughs> You had to make you feel bad and think about death and stuff. Death and stuff. <laughs> Is that girl a boy? <laughs> anyway. You guys see they do like a animated series of it and like the whole movie yeah. comes back. I knew they were doing yes. a series, but I didn't realize like the entire movie cast was coming all back. All of them. Oh, I didn't almost, know that either. Yeah. Almost all of them came back. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it is it like coming out sometime soon? Pretty soon, I think before the end of the year. It's like a Netflix thing. Did you see there's a new FLCL that's going coming out right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Is it just the same? No, it's not just the same. <laughs> it's like a new animated version of FLCL, but like some of the voices are also the same. I'm so confused. <laughs> it's the new one. Oh, it's called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. November 17th. There we go. It's happening. It's like, that's almost now. this episode comes out in like two days so it's almost now (laughs) two more days from now (laughs) it's slightly more almost now for anyone listening than it is for us yeah exactly (laughs) exciting wait what is this episode coming out uh october 1st which is like three days from now oh gotcha yes i thought you meant the the last episode comes out november 1st okay i'm i'm just losing my mind I, I don't know how much clearer I can be about the release time. <laughs> no, I was thinking that, that you were saying that from when this episode is released, Scott Pilgrim will be, like, no, coming out in a few days. No, from when this episode is released, it'll be, like, one month and 17 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 47 yeah. days. <laughs> it'll be two days sooner than, than it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We're struggling with time over here. <laughs> every time we talk, every time we make the mistake of talking about time and dates in in this episode, in this in any of our podcasts, it's always like, "What's math? I don't, yeah. I don't understand. What day is it?" <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we still have a couple more stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, our mandatory yeah. Scott Pilgrim reference. Scott Pilgrim discussion. <laughs> oh. Something else that I forgot, um, that sad news for Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think we talked about this earlier, but um, the the producer says that there's there'll be no DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I know. I was really hoping for at least you know some. We'll just have to play it all over again. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not even a. 
said I wanted to see Cass again. Oh, yeah. yeah they better. Why can't they even really? Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Cause. <laughs> yeah, they'll just do an update where they just insert him back into the game. They should. <laughs> I tell you that um, this is a side note, but my when my parent, my sister and Jane were cleaning out my grandmother's house, they found my my grandfather's accordion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so really now, fun. Now they, oh, you played it? It's heavy as yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we played it at like 10 o'clock at night. So. Um, I bet your neighbors are happy about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not a perfect time for people who don't know how to play an accordion to play an accordion. <laughs> I don't anyway, think I know I have even the most professionally beautifully played accordion at 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Anyway, the point is now I have the accordion. So I guess I was like, I want to learn Cause's song. Oh, That's my, right. my whole goal. <laughs> but I don't know how to play an accordion at all. I, I barely, I don't really know how to play piano. So anyway, it'll oh, be no. great. It'll be great, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. They're not even going to add a motorcycle like in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah champion's bike i can't remember what they call it i honestly don't remember the master cycle zero <laughs> why zero <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but what are we gonna call it <laughs> sounds cool with a k yeah yeah exactly it's like zero with an x <laughs> um Whatever. There's so much content. Did you even play all? Did you do all the side quests and? No, I need. Well, I was I was thinking about like just doing it when Master Quest mode came out, but oh, um, you just want the game to be even harder. I yeah, understand. but um, since that wasn't happening, well, because like uh, I was originally not going to fight Ganon until I like did a lot more in the game, but mm -hmm. um, Ben was like, oh yeah, no, no, just beat it. Play. You're going to play Master Quest mode anyway, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's a very like, good point. You, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I could see, like, I could see them putting something out like that, and it's an update rather than a DLC. That's true. I was gonna yeah. say maybe they just mean they're not gonna charge any for updates because, like, yeah, who knows how long it's gonna be until there's another Zelda game? I can't. I bet they'll make more content. Yeah, they're probably tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> But someday somebody will be like, I really think there should be more content for Choose the yeah. Kingdom. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like they'll probably add something, though. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they do some kind of like free update thing. But Yeah, 